0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: We all I was sharing with somebody um, on a Twitter Spaces show uh, earlier this week, you know, that cliches are cliches because they're true. You know, and sometimes we may find ourselves discounting a cliche because you just go, ah, man, that's a cliche. That's all that is. Well, cliches have stood the test of time. Cliches are something that's a concept, um, you know, or a belief or an assertion that literally has stood the test of time. And so it becomes a cliche. And the reason why I bring that up to anybody and everybody. Uh, who's listening Um, today is because when somebody says like myself that any human and every human has the power to transform the world and this is transformation thursday Um, believe it and you know it's interesting how you're probably far more likely to believe that if it's referencing anybody else oftentimes but you And especially if we're in a place in our life at this particular time, Ramon, to where we don't feel that great about where we are, what we've done, what we've accomplished, mistakes we've made. Um, You know, we're far more likely to beat ourselves up for the mistakes than to give ourselves credit for anything and everything good that we do. But no matter where you are in life, uh you have the power uh to transform somebody else's existence, and it's interesting you wherever you are, whoever you are um, you know you may have a greater transformative power on somebody, the ability to change a person or multiple people more than somebody who's famous like a Tony Robbins, because maybe they just did not resonate with that human being, but maybe your realness, maybe what you've uh, come through, maybe what you've survived, maybe what you've withstood does. And so um, I appreciate that. Um, I always say I don't take myself seriously, but I take my objective to help other people very seriously. And so it is for that reason that I do uh, a coaching call every other Friday and I got good news for everybody in here. Um, I have a coaching call actually tomorrow. The next one is tomorrow. And so if you want to begin transforming your life, your existence, if you're ready to stop thinking about it, Stop talking about it. Stop dreaming about it and start doing it and moving towards uh, your best you, your best life in Epic 2022 and beyond. Please take a moment. Just click the link. All you have to do is click that link and you will get instant access for free, free free. And there are no upsells. I don't have any upgrades or upsells. You get all of it uh, for free um, in this group coaching call. You get access to the Facebook community for free. You get access to resources from my team for free because I am absolutely serious about emptying my head before I'm dead. You see, I'm 62. And while I think, I believe with all of my heart that what i can accomplish the best of what i can accomplish may lie in front of me i realize that unlike uh, you know that my i have more days behind me than i do in front of me at the age of 62 that's just a reality and so i have an urgency and i've always had been a person of urgency But I have more urgency than I ever have had before because I just, you know what, listen, today's a gift, and I don't know if if God's going to grant me that gift tomorrow. So I'm going to do as much as I can do today. And if I get that opportunity tomorrow, I'm going to do it again. And for as long as I'm here, I am so committed to making a difference in people's lives. I want to give back for the blessings that I've had in my life. And so, you know, today, and I thank you, Ramon, that's so uplifting to hear that I was able to have a positive impact on her and her belief and her belief in herself. That's, um, that's incredible, and I thank you for that. That was very kind of you. Um, you know, we are on Transformative Thursday, and the heading above, as you could see, is what can you learn from people who transform their life? Um, And I, I want to extend that because no matter where you are, you've gone through a few transformations already. No matter who you are, you've probably at some point or another had some form, some level of anxiety about, you know, where you were in a particular place or time. You maybe had some level of worry. You know, that you were not going to be able to accomplish something or that something you were concerned about was going to happen. You know, you may have faced up against adversity. Chances are you have of some type. Maybe it was a health adversity. Maybe it was a relationship challenge. Maybe it was a professional obstacle. And if you think about it, if you just stop for a moment before we get started formally here. You've been through a few of those transformations already. So it's so important for me to bring that up because I need to remind you of what you have within you. And I need to do that because more than ever today, the disruptions, distractions, social media, the societal pressures, the economic conditions, the geopolitical news that you hear, all of the noise that's out there is likely to get more airtime in your radio station in your brain than you know the happiness hour or we living some kind of a positive memory of what you've done to break through and to transform in the past but it's such a great exercise to take that moment to go back in time and so i would ask you to do that because I want to share with you specifically today, and I'll try to do it as quickly as I can, um, what you can do to transform yourself starting immediately. And I would start with this. It really doesn't matter whether you want to change one thing or whether you want to change everything. And what's really cool, if you think about it, is you could do either. You could be somebody who is more interested at this moment in incremental change and incremental improvement. You see, incremental change means I'm likely to change one one thing in my life, and it might not be a big thing. It might be a relatively small thing. You know, I'm going to cut out Cheetos in my life, or I'm going to cut out hand-to-mouth food in my life. That's all I'm going to do. All I'm going to change in my nutritional tract, you know, maybe it's, I'm going to do 15 minutes of walking every day or 30 minutes of walking. Doesn't seem like a big thing, but it is because it allows you to be able to achieve some level of consistency and discipline. And again, prove to yourself that you've got the ability to make it. You've got the ability to transform your life in some format, form or another. Um, And that would be what I would refer to as an incremental change. Why? Because incremental would infer, would say, that it's not going to be this massive transformation. It's just, it's going to be an improvement. You know, it's the difference between evolutionary and revolutionary. But it's important that we do these things because you know, a thousand small changes adds up to an absolutely epic transformation. And that doesn't mean that I have to do a thousand things differently than I did before. But it does mean that if I, if I add one thing new to my daily routine and I do it a thousand times in a row, I am going to be forever transformed in all likelihood. So you've got to first decide, do you want to change one thing? which is going to get you incremental improvement, uh, incremental change, or are you going to want to change everything? Because you think what's happening right now in my life, my relationship's not working, my job's not working, health isn't working, so I want to change everything. You could do that. It's no problem. Now, the next thing is, and by the way, when you change everything, that's where the exponential comes from. Exponential comes from changing at least three different things in your life. Uh, There's actually a level in between those two called geometric, but I won't get into that. Now, you've got to ask yourself a few questions. Like, for example, do I want incremental change or do I want exponential change? You see, if I want an exponential change in my life in terms of results and my outcome, my future, incremental is not going to get it done. I need to make sure that I understand that, and conversely, if I'm not ready to take on exponential change, changing more than two or three, you know, three things in my life, um, then then I'm not going to be able to get there. I won't even be able to necessarily achieve incremental because I might end up not doing any of those multiple things. So you've got to just figure out where you are and where do you want to go. The cool thing. The amazing thing to remember is that you could choose either and that all things are possible. They really are. The next thing is I've got to ask myself if I'm in that position, am I willing to change who I surround myself with in my life? And you have to ask yourself that question too. You see, you cannot go forward today expecting exponential change in your life this incredible outcome or transformation while you're hanging out with all the same people. Because we really do, like Jim Rohn, I believe said, it become the the average of the five people we hang out with the most. And so if the people you're hanging out with the most have some level of not responsibility, but they tie into who you are, because they they impact your belief system they impact how you spend your time they impact your focus and so if that's true and it is true that has stood the test of time then you got to ask yourself am i willing to change my five am i willing to introduce one or more new people into my five that are going to positively impact my focus my belief system, my discipline, my commitment, my attitude, my outlook. You gotta do that. And so you've gotta take inventory of who those five people are. And by the way, this is really important. Don't discard the people. Guard them. You could just move them to a little further band out in your life in terms of the level of time that you spend with those human beings. But that doesn't mean you throw human beings away. They obviously have some level of value. That should not change. But maybe they should just not get the level of time and focus and energy that you have been giving that person up until this point. Here's another one Are you comfortable with getting uncomfortable? And I'll go beyond that. Are you excited about getting uncomfortable? You see, I'm forever excited about being in a state of discomfort. Why? Because every day that I can keep myself in a level of discomfort is a day that I am open to transformation, is a day that I'm open to revolutionary change, whether that's in my knowledge base or whether it's in my health. For example, let's say that you've gone out and you've run three miles before and you sign up. For a half marathon which is 13 miles are you comfortable right now probably not but what's going to happen as a result of that decision well you're going to train differently you're probably going to eat differently you're probably going to sleep differently you're probably going to put yourself in a different mindset and you know what the reality is you're going to run that 13 miles and you're going to be just fine you're going to get to the end you may be tired You may be exhausted, but I promise you're going to do what I did. The first time I ran a half marathon, I sat there and went, man, I could actually do more. Now, I don't know if it was another 13 in that moment, but I could definitely do another two or three or five. And and isn't that amazing? Because until or unless I had done that, I didn't even think I could do the 13. And so there's where transformation lives. It lives in discomfort, and I'm going to challenge everybody here. I want to challenge you to truly start considering a different way of thinking. I want you to consider the fact that perhaps not everything we were taught by our parents was completely on point. When our parents taught us not to be selfish. Hmm, They should have told us the rest of the story that you should focus on being unselfish. And when it's appropriate, you should definitely be unselfish. You should share. You should care about others. You know, you should be able to focus on doing things for other people. Yeah, those things are all true. But you got to have a little selfishness in there because otherwise, self care. Happen without the self. Self improvement doesn't happen without the self. Self discipline doesn't happen without the self. You've got to have some self in you or you can never achieve the best of you that lies within you. And if you think about it, if you want to give your very best to your kids, to your partner, to this world, to your community, how do you do that without the self? You've got to do that. So some things we were taught, we were taught with great intention, but we weren't told everything. Sometimes the word no is not a negative, it's a positive. Saying no to negative people, is that a negative? No, that's a positive. Saying no to meetings that are not productive is not a negative, it's a positive. Saying no to things that not that don't add value to my life, That's not a negative, that's a positive. So sometimes no can be the most powerful, positive thing in your life. So I wanna challenge you on your thinking because it turns out that the secret to success is not success, but failure. The secret to success lies in failure because within failure is learning. And where are you most likely to fail? Is it when you're doing something you're comfortable doing? When's the last time you failed walking? You're not gonna fail walking, it's comfortable, it's easy. Have you ever heard of somebody who was a complete and utter failure at sitting? No, you're never gonna be a failure at something you're comfortable doing, which means you're never going to avail yourself, open yourself up, to the learnings, the knowledge, the resilience and the power that comes from failure and from defeat and from obstacles and from adversity. So I want you to get more than comfortable with getting uncomfortable. I want you to seek uncomfortable. I want you to get excited about getting uncomfortable. The next thing is, and this is a big one, Please write this down. Will you commit to not comparing yourself to anybody else on this planet? Social media has made it harder than ever to avoid comparison. You see, you could go onto social media for like just the simplest of reasons, you know, the most harmless of reasons. Oh, I wonder what my friend is up to across the country. Oh, I wonder what's happening with my friend's little boy. Oh, I wonder how that vacation went uh, with the person I know at work. And the next thing you know, you're comparing your life. You're comparing your achievements. You're comparing yourself. You're comparing how you look to the other person. You're comparing what they have to what you have. And it's a dangerous game. Because when you're doing that, there's a couple things that are happening that will positively, absolutely keep you from your best life. Number one, you're completely distracted off of your goal of getting better, of getting uncomfortable, of focusing on where you can go, on giving yourself credit for what you've done and what you've come through in your life. The second thing is, You may be providing a comparison that also knocks you down, where it's not somebody else. Can you imagine somebody in your office, somebody in your world that came up to you today and said something that made you feel bad about yourself? Would you want to go out and seek more of that? Would you say, wow, that was very hurtful. Let me go find somebody else in this building that might also tell me something bad about myself. No, it's preposterous. But yet we do it on social media. We go out and find somebody else that we compare ourselves to and another one and another one and another one. I want you to not even, and really listen to this, please, I want you to commit to not comparing yourself to anyone else. The big one, including your future self. Because in most cases, maybe not every time, but in almost every case, if I compare my current self to my future self, what I should be, what I could be, I'm actually doing more damage than good, in my humble opinion. You see, if, if my current self has never run three miles and my future self is this Adonis that can run 26 miles every single month that's probably gonna be more likely to cement what I am not, what I cannot do, than to motivate me towards what I can do. And please never forget this. Motivation is evangelical in nature. Once that means, simply put, it evaporates. Okay, in other words, it's inspiring. It might get you off the couch. It might get you to go on a one-mile run it's not gonna get you up every morning. fades, commitment doesn't. So I want you to commit to not comparing yourself to your future you. I want you to commit to doing the things today that will create the future you. You see, anybody can do that. Anybody can commit to today. Anybody can do the things they need to do today that will allow them three months, six months, nine months, a year from now or more to becoming their best version of themselves. Also ask yourself, why does this matter? Honestly, and we've heard the why is important and it is. What is your why? You know, who is your why? That's important because I mentioned the motivation, simple motivation, having somebody motivate you is temporary. But when you have a true why, a mission, whether that's a cause, whether that's something that you want to do for your kids, whether it's something you want to do for your community, for your legacy, okay, now we're going to talk about commitment. We are going to be committed to that. That's not going to evaporate. I'm not going to not care about my, my, my partner or my kids a week from now or a month from now. I'm going to probably care more. And so there's a secret there. Also, who can you learn from? That could be somebody in your life directly or somebody you have heard of through somebody else you know there's a gentleman you could look him up i'm going to absolutely demolish his name i but it's nick and i think it's vucic uh v u c i c i c h i believe he was born without uh legs he was born without arms he was born absolutely limbless the guy is a torso that's it and yet this guy has got a massive congregation. He's married. He has children. He's gone water skiing. You, you could w- look up videos where he jumps off of a, a, a board, diving board into a swimming pool. Can you imagine jumping into a swimming pool with no arms and no legs? I'm not talking no hands. I'm talking no limbs of any kind. You know, this guy has been completely limitless, and he talks about it. And when you see what this gentleman has accomplished through his attitude, through his faith, through his outlook, um, you'll be astonished. And you'll ask yourself, man, if he could do all that without any limbs, what is stopping me? when I've been blessed with those limbs to do whatever it is that I want to do. So it's important to look at other people. Now, sometimes it could be somebody you know, somebody at work, somebody at home who went through something really big. Barbara Majewski, you know, who's oftentimes on stage with us. When you hear Barbara, talk about what she's gone through, what she went through when she went through not only a very difficult, challenging, hard divorce, but in addition to that, she went through cancer at the very same time. And Barbara Majewski is living her best life. Barbara Majewski, through that, was able to achieve her best life. So we just don't ever know what's within us, but it's so helpful to be able to learn from others, learn from their attitude, their convictions, their commitment, their belief system, their faith, because it'll help us get through what, whatever it is that we need to get through to come out the other side better. You also have to ask yourself, are you ready for what may come? Because here is a spoiler alert positive you are, no matter how unshakable your faith is, no matter how big your belief system is, no matter how excited you are, how inspired you are, things are going to rise up. Things will conspire against you at some point, potentially, and it may be a small obstacle and it may be a huge adversity, but you got to be ready. You got to expect it. Because if you're ready and you expect it, you will blow through the other side. You will get through the other side. And here's another cliche, that which does not destroy you makes you stronger. It's a cliche for a reason. It's true. So keep that in mind as well. Next thing, eliminate the excuses. There is No excuse why you cannot accomplish the excuse I don't I don't have I don't have the money right now I mean I have this great concept I've got this great idea David I don't have the money nope let me just kill that excuse you could join my coaching class the banners at the top of the page click on that it's free you don't need money to transform yourself I'll help you do it for free so kill that excuse it's not the right time I got too much going on uh you know uh whatever it is something at work um you know my kids this that and the other thing no matter what your circumstances are what your situation is there's not one not two not three but hundreds and thousands of people who've had the identical circumstances broken through moved forward to their best self and you will too but you can't not accomplish anything physically that you don't first accomplish in your mind. And it's a really cool concept to think about, and it's true. If I believe in my mind, something, whatever it is, if I believe in my mind, I can become a millionaire, then I can become a millionaire. If I believe in my mind that I could run a marathon, from now when I'm 70, I can run a marathon. If I accomplish it in my mind, it is the gateway to being able to accomplish it in my physical life, in my real life. And it's really important because if you don't accomplish that in your mind, if your brain, if your thoughts are stopping you and it says, yeah, that's not going to happen, you're right. It's not going to happen. Here's another. I won't say it's a cliche, but it's a statement from the great Henry Ford, maker of the first uh, American automobile. He had a saying, pretty powerful. He said, If you think that you can, if you think that you can't, you're right. And that says it all. Next, set your goals, those goals into tasks. Those tasks become your daily routine. that daily routine becomes your GPS becomes your roadmap becomes your blueprint becomes your accountability partner you know a lot of times when somebody's working out or training for a marathon, Brian Benstocks used to speak about it all the time he had a couple accountability partners and when he didn't feel like getting up one day at four thirty in the morning, they got him up. You're not, you're not bailing on us, you're showing up. We don't care if it's 20 degrees. We don't care that it's raining or 30 degrees and it's raining. You're coming out and he did. And through that, he got to be in the best shape of his entire life at the age of 61. It's great to have an accountability partner. Here's some great news, David. What if I don't have an accountability partner? You do. It's called your daily routine. to daily tasks that you need to achieve that goal that becomes your routine and you put that into a two three four five six step routine every single day and when you look down at the end of the day your accountability partner and you didn't check off four of the six things accountability partner is looking right back at you saying man you didn't get it done today are you really serious about this you want it as bad as you're telling people you want it? And think about that. Do you want whatever you want? Dropping weight, quitting smoking, making more money, achieving a greater degree of happiness, better relationships. Think about how you talk about that to maybe your friends. Oh man, I would give anything. Would you? Have you had that conversation with yourself? Important that you have that accountability partner because it will help you define your level of commitment it'll allow you to, to know to realize how ready are you how prepared are you how likely are you to get to the very thing that you say you so desperately want Anybody do the daily task if I said, please set off to accomplish your goal of wanting to become a billionaire. You might say, David, I don't have 140 bucks in the bank. I can't even sniff the concept of billionaire. Really? Can you do what billionaires do? You take the time to get up earlier. Can you go to bed two hours earlier? Yep, I could do that. Can you get up two hours earlier? I can do that. Can you spend an hour of your time Just meditating and thinking, yep. Can you spend at least an hour a day reading? Yep. Guess what? You can do what billionaires do. And if you could do what billionaires do, you can have what billionaires have. The problem is when we as humans want what the billionaire has, but we're not willing to do what they did to become that person. So, goals set those tasks turn it into a daily routine commit to doing those tasks consistently don't forget to give yourself credit you've got to give yourself credit for the little things just the huge things not just the big things but if your thing is hell you've got yourself give yourself credit for what you accomplished yesterday You've got to write down those small victories, revel in those small victories because those small victories will motivate you. They will be your inspiration for tomorrow. It's important that you take the time. If you set a goal, you find yourself closer and closer and closer to that goal getting so close that you could see it, so close you could reach out and grab that goal, touch that goal. Move it farther away. Yep, you heard me right. David, I was almost there. Why would I move it farther away? That seems counterintuitive again. I would rather just hit that goal and boom, I'm done. Let me ask you something. Have you ever watched a 1500 meter race? Have you ever watched somebody run a marathon? Have you ever seen a triathlon? Have you ever seen what happens when people get to that ribbon? When they get through that ribbon, you would think that ribbon weighed about a thousand pounds, man, because it knocked them to the ground. You see runners that have trained every day for years, they go through that ribbon and they literally fall down as if they don't have three more steps inside of them. And you and I know that's just simply not true, but they set a goal to to the ribbon, go beyond the ribbon. And keep this in mind, there are other people that will go through that ribbon at least three more times on their way to an ultra marathon of 100 miles. You'll see people run through the ribbon, keep running as if they're good. I saw uh, just recently, maybe within two weeks ago, there was a woman on the news, everybody, mom of two. She wanted to run a marathon for years. She didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it. Now check this out. This is stunning and yet it's not. It's stunning because this person who always dreamt of running a marathon, who had saw in their mind themselves achieving the act of running a marathon, but, but physically never did decided after not one, but two children, I'm finally gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And she trained for a marathon. She enters the marathon and she doesn't just finish. She doesn't just run through the ribbon and look like she could run another 50 miles. She broke the American record for women in running that marathon. Can you believe it? That was within her the entire time. She's actually, now that she's done that, she's gonna go for the Olympic team, and she should. People probably told her all along the way, what are you doing, man? You're a mother of two. You can't do that. You're whatever age, I don't know what she is, 32, 35. You can't do that. She did. She absolutely did. She broke through and did it physically because she did it mentally. So it's incredible what's within you. You've just got to let it out. So when I say move the goal back, a long time ago by somebody way smarter than me. And by the way, here's a here's a really good thing to do. I surround myself with people that are smarter than me. Not. Let me just temper this. I was gonna say better than me, and they're better at me at something. I they have attributes that I aspire to have that I respect and I admire them for them. And so everybody around me something from the people that work for me, attributes that I have that I want to own. So you know, I've got, I've got some just really terrific people that that work for me, or I like to say work with me. Every single one of them, without exception, got one or more attributes, traits, skills that I would love to have. And so, you know, when you think about it, you just got to make sure that you are willing to. Not just set the goal, but when you get close, move it out because what happens is as you get to your goal, it's just human nature you're going to decelerate.' You're going to ease into that, and again, watch the vast majority of marathoners, and you tell me how many of them in the last hundred yards decided to sprint through that ribbon. very few you'll watch most of them will decelerate all the way into that finish line and you will too but if you move that ribbon out another three miles you'll you'll reach down you'll grab another gear hit another gear and you're going to keep going and you're going to find out something you could do more you have more within you and last but not least everybody If you do anything today, just do something. Do two things. Do something. Do it now. So when you move on, breakfast with champions into your day, into your physical reality. Do it now. Don't wait, because your best you, best life, can be put off. It right now. And so I hope that this has added value. I'm going to add just three things. Just hopefully it's icing on the cake. I want everybody in this room to seek, find, and connect with that which is uncommon with you. I have a podcast, by the way, now called The David Spies Act Show. And I know that's an incredibly. Creative name. Um, but hey, I'm going to go with it. That's what my team came up with. So, the David Spizak show is now available on Apple and on Spotify. And I would love for you to go check it out. Um, speaking uncommon in people, I'm interviewing extraordinary human beings who have accomplished incredible things. I have no interest in what they drive, where they live, um, what their company's done so much. I have incredible interest uh, in how they got there. That's what it's all about to me is how did you get there? And one of the things I'm learning is that I ask them regularly, What were you like as a five and a six and a seven-year-old? What were your dominant traits, your personality traits? What was your dominant attributes? How would your parents or your friends describe you? And I want to know the things that were dominant back then, things that excited you, that motivated you back then, are they in existence today? Do you use those things regularly today? And in every case of highly successful people, they do. And people that tell me they're not happy with their existence, they're unhappy in their jobs 73% of Americans, they say, are unhappy in their jobs. People that have not accomplished their best self, I find that most often they've disconnected from the very things that made them happy. They disconnected from the things that are uncommon within them. So I'm gonna just challenge you to seek, and get reintroduced to what is uncommon within you. Because if that which is uncommon within you, that which you wanted to do every minute of every day or the, or the things that made you you, if you've moved away from that, I promise it has a lot to do with why you are not where you would like to be. And if you reintroduce yourself, you will. The second thing I mentioned, don't focus on the end result. It will oftentimes be overwhelming and intimidating. The daily tasks typically are never intimidating. Focus on the tasks, not the end result. Because when you do that, you will transform yourself. Talking about transformation, here's a big one. Write this down. I don't want to be an if. I want to be a when. Transform yourself simply by committing to daily tasks transforms you from being an if. Somebody who may or may not get to where they want to go, a when. Who's going to get there, it's just a matter of timing. And everybody is a when inside of you. You deserve to be a when. But you're the one that needs to unleash that. And last but not least, as I always say, get relentless because relentless cannot be defeated. So with that, we've got about 15 minutes. I hope I've added value into your life. I would love to hear from you because I get such great value when people give me feedback and their thoughts so who wants to unmike and I jump do. in? I do. Monica, this please. is Tony Mo. Hello. Wait, wait, to, wait! I got Tony Mo. It's, who else?
3: Jack. Thank you. Monica, Tony Mo, and Elizabeth sky that were flashing,
1: and I think I heard her name, Debbie, too, right now. And Norma Maria, you're the best. Dora Maria is the best. All right, Dora Maria, let's start with Tony Mo. Great for
4: rising, everyone, and David. Oh my God, you always add value. You never have to question that. Um. The thing that resonated with me the most is the fact that you said, do not compare yourself to not even your future self. And it it went off in my head like a light bulb because I realized not only my future self but my past self when it comes down to weight challenges and things like that, but you said start today. And the fact that you said do not compare yourself to your future self, I oftentimes feel like I should be further along business-wise you know, after doing this and being one of the first to branch out and be an entrepreneur in my family so I really appreciate that and everything I was clipping everything and sending it to my son because he needs to hear it as well so just know that you're not just impacting the lives that are here or even on just on your coaching on Fridays but you impact the lives of many, especially when we can clip it and send it thank you so much and I I appreciate breakfast with champions for this space for allowing me to meet so many great people like David Spiesack here. Thank you so much, Mr. Tony Mo and I'll complete.
1: Tony Mo, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to seeing you in more coaching calls. And you know I wish you the very, very best in all you do. You absolutely, positively deserve your best life. Uh, Dora Maria, who is next?
3: Um, Elizabeth Sky, I don't know if you were clapping or you wanted to get Yeah. A-
5: no yeah i'll chime in man david spizak every time you speak it is a masterclass. and um what stood out to me was motivation fades but commitment doesn't damn like for real i think like we all you know try to find ways to get motivated and we're all you know waiting until we get motivated to get up and do something and and you're you're so right motivation does fade and that's why we're always reaching for it but what we should be reaching for is commitment what are those things that we can commit to to not break those promises to ourselves to get things done and another thing that you said that i thought was amazing was um if you're gonna do anything today do something so i'm definitely gonna do some of those things that have been kind of lingering there you really lit a fire in me and um i'm gonna make some some commitments to a few things that have been lingering there so thank you so much david um i thought this was great today
1: thank you thank you thank you so much you know i it's funny i tell uh, businesses all the time that uh, hire me to to uh, for uh, advice and consulting is when it comes to getting uh, in, you know getting better people. In other words, being able to get their staffing in a better position. I should say one of the first things I tell them again counterintuitive: don't go out and recruit when you're we need to replace somebody. Recruit every day uh, because you'll move from replacing. To upgrading uh, your team and the second thing is I tell them to consider the fact that while you may have somebody leave your business last week and so you're recruiting today keep in mind that the best person the rock star that you the one you wanted you were dreaming of just took a job a week ago but because you you weren't there you missed them and so that's that's why I, I said what I said if that if you can relate to that Hopefully so. Um, who else do we have Dora Maria?
3: Hey, we got, um, Monica and Jackie. And
1: by, the, by, 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 the, by the way, by the way, uh, before you get into that, I just posted my link tree up top, uh, my link tree. I put that there because if you click on it, you get uh, direct access, you'll see for the coaching call. But in addition to that, you can get direct access to my, uh, podcast as well and if if you're kind enough to listen to the podcast I appreciate if you download subscribe and and leave a review I I would love to see and hear your thoughts so that I can get better Uh, because after people have been telling me to do this for years I finally did it and um, I know I can get uh, I can know I can always be better so go ahead who is next Monica
2: yes good morning David first of all, anyone who has not joined David's F R E E coaching, what are you all waiting for? Second thing, I loved what Tony Moe and Elizabeth Sky just said and I'm actually going to um dr- uh, pull that out a little bit more. Motivation does not create action. Action creates motivation. And um I have found this to be true with my own in my own life and in the lives of people around me. And Then once action creates motivation, that is where commitment comes from, the consistent application of action, right? So like it's one thing to act once or twice, but acting consistently creates commitment because when you act consistently, you create results, which then fuels your motivation, which then transforms into commitment because you have evidence to back up that the things you were doing worked and i just really love this conversation so much cuz it does feel counterintuitive sometimes um as to the as to the thing you said about comparison amelia said something very similar at grow for god which really landed with me if we look at life as like a long flight of stairs and we're walking up and all we do is look at the top and we don't turn around sometimes we never get to acknowledge how far we have come we're always looking at what we're lacking what we haven't done yet and so i loved that you really um focused on that a little bit this morning. Thank you so much for everything you do and contribute. It's such an honor to know you, sir. This is Monica, and I'm done.
1: You're so kind. It's an honor to know you. Uh, by the way, my, my very dear daughter, um, <laughs> she she takes the time, still at the age of 38, uh, God bless her, to listen to her father um, when I speak on, on stages, and, um, and she loves my saying that relentless cannot be defeated and so she actually went out and created an Etsy t-shirt. I need you to know that zero dollars, zero dollars of this goes into my pocket. Um but she created that um that t shirt so if anybody wanted to click on that and get uh, that t-shirt I think it's in white or black she said kids there's kids sizes uh and adults I think she said Uh, you could do so. And uh, that's a kindness. But thank you. And Monica, uh, I love hanging out with you. I love the energy you bring. I love your commitment to physical transformation, health transformation. And I'm just really thankful. uh, Like uh, everybody, I've had the opportunity to meet on here. I'm really thankful I've had the chance to have you in my life. Dora Maria, who do we have next?
3: Awesome, we have five people left. So please folks, let's be brief so that we can get everybody's in. Um, Jackie, Debbie, Norman, Med Spa Professor, and Louise Brown. So Jackie, you're next, everybody else Hi. be ready.
4: Okay, thanks, thanks so much, Dormaria. Um, David, this is Jackie. Uh, first of all, I just wanna say, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours. And um, I concur thank with you. your staff. I concur with your staff that David Spiesack, I love it, I love that. So thank you for that. Um, and one thing you say right on the end, Today was don't be the if, be the when. I just, that resonated with me so much. You know, it's, it's so much better instead of saying uh, uh, if Jackie shows up, you know, better than when Jackie shows up, it's over. You know, I love
1: that.
4: <laughs> I love that. Thank you so cool. much for Well, for I'll that. put the
1: world on notice. Jackie yeah, is coming. Get ready. Jackie's absolutely. coming. I love There's that. No thank you. So much. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much,
3: David. This is Jackie. Who's, who's next? All right, Debbie, and maybe that was Jackie and I thought it was Debbie. All right. Awesome. Norman, go. Hey,
6: David. It's Norman. Hey, Norman. I just got to say thank you for doing this um, on Breakfast of Champions and every other Friday, which I'm a part of. And don't mind commenting on that. I'm probably not saying the only one, but this little guy up here in Toronto, Canada, admires what you're doing. Honestly, it's A huge commitment from somebody like you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I would love to connect with you the next time I'm in Toronto. You know, one of my podcasts, I think you guys would really enjoy
4: uh-huh.
1: Norman. I don't know if you've ever heard of humble, the poet. No, uh, I haven't. He hails, he hails from Toronto, Canada. Uh, go check out humble, the poet on Instagram. He's, I think he's just like an amazing human being. He's lived an incredible life, has a phenomenal story uh and I just think he's one of the great philosophers. He's an unintended philosopher. He didn't go out to be a philosopher, but the guy just he's got a very special brain uh and very uh, an incredible gift for connecting with people. He's written a few best selling books. Uh he just moved to LA and um and so I'm I'm planning on seeing him this weekend. I'm heading down to LA to see the forty nine game go Niners. Uh, but I appreciate that. And the next time I'm heading to Toronto, I'll connect
6: with you. No, that's great. And there's a you know, a few of us up here that would all love to connect with you. we are been on stage, Carmelia, Bobby. Yeah, I'd love to be, hang out with Carmelia. I mean, that would be just phenomenal, the, yeah, I'm the, actually Toronto, the-, the Toronto <laughs> rock stars, Bobby and Carmelia and you. Yeah, yeah I'm so, I actually had lunch with Bobby a month ago. He's a great guy, honestly. Yeah, he really is. And he's, a, he's an absolute yeah. sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, we're supposed well, to meet hopefully in a week or two when we reopen next week. But uh, I'll look love at it it. because I love it. there's other people here. But thanks, and I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Was it one o'clock? The coach class. Uh, yeah, it's it. Uh, yeah, that's right. One p.m. Eastern, ten a.m. Pacific
1: tomorrow. Uh, and um, who do we have next? Dora Maria.
3: Awesome. We have the MetSpot Spot Professor, and then Louise Brown. Be ready on deck.
4: Hi, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much, David. Wonderful, wonderful share this morning. The part that resonated the most with me was when you said, if a billionaire can wake up two hours before, you can do that. If a billionaire can wake up or go to bed two hours earlier, you can do it. So basically you're giving us a simple reality that we can all adopt to say, whatever people who we're aspiring to become can do We can do it just by starting with a very, very simple task that form our habits and help us develop disciplines. Thank you so much for your leadership. I yield my mind. God bless. This is the MedSpat professor.
1: Thank you. God bless you as well. And thank you so much. I appreciate you. Dora Maria?
3: Awesome. And Louise Brown, you're on deck.
1: Good morning, everybody. Good morning,
7: David. It's Louise. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Good morning.
7: Oh my gosh, David, I just want to tell you, you're my absolute favorite. There are a couple others here besides Glenn Lundy, but I literally clear my schedule. If David's speaking, I absolutely have to hear what you got to say. You are so amazing. I thank you so much for the love that you have for everybody, not just us, but the entire world. And I want to tell you that what touched, touched me most, you'd mentioned this before, is that when you talk about the fact that you want to empty your head before you're dead. And that's just really, really stuck with me. Your words are so powerful. Powerful. every word that comes out of your mouth is just uh, is just uh is uh, is gold is absolute gold and uh, there's so many more things that you mentioned today the other thing that really touched me was when you said hey you know your accountable accountability partner is the fact that you could just go look at your list and you look and say hey can can you check it off in so many words I'm paraphrasing um, amazing absolutely amazing because I made this excuse saying I need an accountability partner I need an accountability partner now no more
1: and- <laughs> You have one. <laughs> Just get yes, it. it's on your yes. desk. Yeah, yes, that's
7: right. And getting up earlier as well, so you can get more done. So thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And anybody who's not on David's free call, seriously, jump on and sign up. Seriously. I bless you and love you. I mean, everybody, serious. thank you so much. Seriously. This is Louise. I'm out.
1: Thank you, Louise. I appreciate you. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why are you waiting for your best life or the best you? Jump in. It's free. I promise. You invest two hours. Uh, I invest so much more than that to get ready for this, plus the, the uh, my team, what they do to get ready for it. And we are committed collectively towards you. You give us two hours, uh, we will change your world, I promise you. By the way, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about uh, marketing. We're going to be talking about how you could increase your sales, increase your revenue, increase your client acquisitions, without spending a bunch of money wasting a bunch of money on on advertising uh the in the traditional sense against counter again counterintuitive i'm going to teach you things that you probably had not thought of or heard of before and you'll get you'll walk away just like today with at least 10 things you could do 5 minutes after the call to make more money or to, to achieve a higher level of success dora maria was that the last person i believe correct
3: Yes, it is. And we are so like one minute over time
1: to go to We David. are, we are, we are, we are, we are. So listen, everybody, thank you. You're so kind. I appreciate you giving me your time. I appreciate you investing your time with us on Breakfast with Champions. Uh, Glenn Lundy, Candice, thank you so much for all that you do, Candace, and everybody on this stage and everybody listening for what you do to make this such a special community. Wishing you all the best. Get out there and go be relentless. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank and you that David. was Donna.
3: I did that wrong. Woo-hoo. So Donna thank is here. Thank you, happy. David.
7: <laughs> that was
1: phenomenal. Thank you, um, thank you
7: Dora Maria. Thank, thank
3: you, David.
1: Love you all. Thank you, David. Thank you, big, you tomorrow, thank you,
2: David. David. Aloha. Mm-hmm. Thanks.
7: Thank Sarah. you, Dora Maria.
3: All right. Awesome. I am going to do a quick reset to give Donna a chance to uh, make sure her mic works and all that. Um, so you are here with Breakfast of Champions.